0: For Sen America, this is the Sen NFL Podcast. Alright, James. Do you want to do the good news first, as usual?
1: Yeah, let's start with the top three. Do you want want me to start with mine? Yeah, who've you got in third? In third, they've uh, pushed their way in the Cincinnati Bengals. Interesting. I think they're the number two offense... They're very consistent both running and passing the ball. Andy Dalton, whether you like him or not, is playing outstanding. he looks really good this season. Um, I couldn't ignore them any longer they're four and0, they're going to they're going to win that division so I can't wait to see if they can do something in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, they're playing really really good now I don't have them in my top three if it was expanded, I'd probably have them at four, but I've got the Denver Broncos on the back of their defense in third place.
1: Yeah, and this this is they were the two I was I was fretting over with three and four, but they're both quality teams.
0: Yeah, and as I mentioned earlier, when we talked about their game, that D is going to have them in every single game. I really think that Quebec starting to to mold his system a little bit to suit Manning better. I think they did a, another good job of that this week. All Manning has to be is okay.
1: Yeah, and they'll work out that running game, I think. It'll get stronger. So I think I think they're going to keep improving as well. Okay, mate. Who have you got in second? I have in second place, for no good reason other than the fact they had a bye, the New England Patriots.
0: Jeez, that's rough, mate. <laughs> <laughs> they have all the confidence you drop them.
1: Well, I watched Green Bay win, and actually there is a little bit more of a reason. Green Bay, are my, i will just gonna say Green Bay, are my number one, same as last week, but they've just they've just flipped around. Green Bay's defense really impressed me against the Forty ers and they haven't had they're not definitely not they're not like Denver's defense, but Green Bay haven't had a good defense for a while. If their defense can be strong with the quarterback play and the off and the rest of the offense, they are a really good team. So. Although, yeah, I didn't get to see the Patriots this week, I still think it's pretty even with those two with one and two. But Green Bay jumped them purely because I watching their defense impressed me. And if that's something that can continue is they can be an even better team.
0: Yeah, well, I've held serve. I've kept the Patriots at one. I've got the Packers at two. Um, the first thing, I'll just touch on the Packers really quick. Something that you haven't mentioned is the turnover battle is key in any game, or it's the key to winning NFL games. There's just no two ways about it, and the Packers haven't turned it over
1: in the last 159 minutes. Yeah, that's an incredible number. So, how many turnovers have they had this season? Oh, very. I have to look it up, but it is so low. They just don't turn it over. Yeah, and if you've got a player like Aaron Rodgers, it's, you're just, just going to win so many games because you're going to get the ball so often. And if you're not turning it over, it means you're either punting, so you're not giving the other team good field position, or you're kicking field goals on touchdowns, which means you're going to win.
0: Yeah. Now, the reason I like the Patriots at number one is the stat that jumps out at me is point differential. And yeah. as we said, what we've been saying all the time, they're playing in FU mode. They're running it up, and, and they're playing really hard on defense. Compared to the other teams that are 4-0, their points differential is plus 49.
1: Who have the Patriots played? Jacksonville, uh, Buffalo, and the Steelers. So they haven't played terrible teams, but putting 50 on Jacksonville 50, yeah, certainly 50,
0: helps. Yeah, not like dropping a 50 burger and going on by. Yeah, look, they're, uh,
1: they're both outstanding teams, there's no doubt about it, and they're really even. I, I really hope we see that matchup in the Super Bowl, because I reckon they're both pretty evenly matched teams. And very, very good teams.
0: Now, someone uh, just fully moved to the bottom three. Um, now, I had the Seahawks dropping out. I, I, they did not look very good. And you had Arizona dropping out.
1: Yeah, Arizona purely. They were the better team against St. Louis, but they didn't win. And I reward teams that win. The Bengals are undefeated. So, that's pure, I still think Arizona are a really good team. They... They should have won that game against St. Louis, but they dropped it. And if you want to be one of the top teams, you can't go to a lesser opponent and drop those games, if, if that makes sense.
0: Yep, oh, it makes total sense. Switching over to our bottom three, James, who have you got in 30th place?
1: <laughs> in 30th place, I have a new, a new team this week, the Miami Dolphins. I'm basically picking teams with this bottom three that are playing badly. I don't think Miami Dolphins are the third worst roster in the NFL by any means, but they are playing so terribly. They have no running game. Tannehill is struggling. There's no pass protection. Their receivers are one-dimensional. They're all slot receivers that are great at getting receptions, but not yards. Um, and their defense, with all the money they've spent on it, is, is doing nothing. So... You know, they might be a high profile and, ha- and have a bit of hype around them, but their coach is gone and they're in the bottom three.
0: Yep, hard to argue with that. I've got the Jags in 30th place. They had a chance to get a win over an AFC South opponent to help push them up, and they just choked it away yep. against the Colts. Without um, Andrew Luck playing,
1: yeah, exactly. Who was it? Hasselbeck hasn't played for five years. Yeah. Like, they should have beaten him. They uh, failed
0: to score after halftime, and it still went to overtime, and they lost. Yeah,
1: yeah it's
0: like it's their eleventh consecutive road loss.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, and I yeah. believe there was a field goal miss to win the game before overtime. So yeah. they're doing everything they can to not win games. The Jaguars. Yeah. What is it
0: with the kickers this year? Is it as simple as the fact they've moved the? The extra point back, 15 yards?
1: Well, that's what a lot of the experts that's are saying. A, it's a, like a it's a pressure thing. But, like, I don't know. This was a terrible week. One of the worst weeks in NFL history for kickers, except yeah. for the guy down in Kansas City who kicked seven field goals, and that was it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's <laughs> just it's been a bad Henry week football. and a bad year. But there's some kickers that are flourishing. Like, I know yeah. the Cowboys kicker hasn't missed one yet. Yeah, um, it's rid of yeah it's exactly. Well. It's... Um, Look, I, I can't explain it because kickers are just a different breed. They really are. They're not really... I heard um, Brian Billick, who coached the Baltimore Ravens to their Super Bowl, say that when he used to coach kickers, it was hard because you'd go to treat them as football players, but they're not, so they wouldn't respond to it. You had to treat them differently because yeah. they're not football players. They're kickers, which I thought was harsh, but it must just be the, the way the relationships between a kicker and a coach works.
0: Yeah. And it's also, I think kicking's kind of like a golf swing. When you've got the yips and you're not on, like you're, you're gone.
1: And it's very think, mental. Can you imagine yeah, you've missed, quick. like for for Josh Scobie, he's missed the last two field goals and then they put him in to win the game. And all he's thinking is, if I miss, I'm gone. I'm going to be cut.
0: Yeah. Uh, and it turns out he was cut anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: All right, who got to the second worst in the league.
1: Second worst, again, a team playing terribly, the Houston Texans. They couldn't avoid this any longer. I don't care about hype. They have the worst two quarterbacks in the NFL <laughs> by such a long way.
0: Oh, and Mallet. Does but, it even matter which one you
1: start? They're terrible, and we were we were saying start Mallet and give him a chance, but he's terrible too.
0: Yeah, they, they both suck.
1: They've got the thing that frustrates me with, with with this team is, and it's just like the Miami Dolphins. They have such good players. Like DeAndre Hopkins is having quietly a really, really good year. Like a, He's in the top five in a lot of categories for wide receivers, yet he's their only bad. receiver. No, he's yeah, a well, good player. Well, when you comp-
0: when you look at those two quarterbacks combined, their
1: completion percentage is about
0: 50%. Yeah. It, so they're all going to Hopkins. <laughs> he's yeah. the only guy that is getting it done for them.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, the defense has J.J. Watt. Obviously, the best player, the best defensive player in the NFL. Clowney's played well. fork has been fine. Yet they can't stop anyone passing them. Atlanta tore them apart this week.
0: Yeah, secondary it was no good.
1: I don't, I don't know what Houston and the Houston's a bit similar to Detroit. They haven't been around as long as Detroit, but if you're a Houston fan, you must be hating life right now because when is it going to give? Like, when are you going to have a good season? Yeah, like just.
0: Oh, find a good quarterback, I guess.
1: They, like, they just like need like to bottom out this year and take the best quarterback in the draft. They should have taken, like, if you look, uh, if they'd taken Teddy Bridgewater at number one pick instead of Jadavian Clowney, how different would this team be, do you think?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah. Was, yeah, you can play those games all, all day long, it doesn't really change anything, but at the same time, everybody
1: saw what Clowney was. And everyone would have taken him number one. However, you need quarterbacks to win in this league, and Houston do not have one. Yep, very true. Now, the second-worst
0: team I've got is the Miami Dolphins. I'm with you. Do you know they've been outscored? I found this stat while I was talking. They've been outscored by a league-worst 34 points in the first quarter this season. Yeah. They get jumped by everybody, so they're playing from behind. Non-stop.
1: Just a team that doesn't want that doesn't come ready to play, and that's a reflection on a coach who is now fired. Yeah,
0: the only score in the first quarter of any game this year was a field goal against the Jags.
1: Yeah, terrible. And the, the Jags are the only team they've beat, and they only just beat them if I'm not... Is, is that correct? Yeah, they yeah. only just beat them. So, yeah, look, they're terrible. I'll get to my worst team, number 32 in the league. They were number 31 on my list last week, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
0: Yep, item 31 last week, and now
1: I've got them worse. <laughs> they are, have you got them last as well? Yep. Yeah, they are just driven. I feel sorry for their offensive skill positions because that O-line is by far the worst in the league. They can't yep. pass protect. They can't run block. There is nothing to look forward to with this team. They really need to just keep building. Um, and look, Jameis Winston isn't, isn't the problem. He looks fine. He hasn't been terrible. No, yes, he has. Oh, he's running for his life. He was 10
0: of 28 with three interceptions and a fumble. He he and Mike Evans are not on the same page. They cannot get... An attempted pass to Mike Evans doesn't go within 10 yards of him.
1: Which is ridiculous to think how big that guy is and how easy Tampa Bay quarterbacks made it look last year getting the ball to him.
0: Yeah, and they're all terrible. It It was a McCown brother and... Um, Glennon. Glennon. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're certainly pre ordinary. The thing, I, I can wear, I, I didn't expect Winston just to come in on day one and be the saviour. I, I genuinely didn't. One, because I don't think he's that good. But two, he's a rookie quarterback playing behind him, uh, just a horrible O-line. Yep. It's the picks. It's picked on five, like, quick outs in the NFL are an important part of the offence. And he's just him. picked off on them all the time. I don't know what he's doing because yeah, I'm not sitting there watching the coaches film but is he staring them down or what's he doing because every time he throws a quick out it gets jumped.
1: He stares them down. He, he doesn't know how to um, read play basically read the defense and then he stares down one spot. He doesn't look players off which what I mean by that is basically like good NFL quarterbacks will look where they're not throwing the ball to bait defenders to move that way and then throw it quickly look and throw it where they want to throw it at the end. To, so playing them off, he doesn't do that well at all. So That's something he's going to have to improve on. He's a rookie quarterback and he, he will get better, but he certainly has an arm. But I, had, I saw a funny meme, I guess, for this the other day. What three things do Cam Newton of the Carolina Panthers and Jameis Winston have in common?
0: Uh, they've certainly both
1: got a Heisman. They've both got a Heisman. They were both picked number one in the draft. And they both throw touchdowns to the Carolina Panthers.
0: <laughs> God, it was bad. I, I thought I that was pretty off. funny I just went to the Red Zone channel I can't yeah. hack it I can't watch Tampa games a I quick, watch them condensed Because I'm a tragic But yeah. I can't watch it live
1: A quick shout out though Josh Norman The cornerback from the Panthers He's having an incredible season Good to see another Richard Sherman mold Coming through the league He's He looks like, he looks the real deal Sherman didn't look that flash I thought
0: this week But
1: anyway he's, he's a bit up and down But Seattle will still win Enough games to make playoffs uh, the last thing before we move, I want to throw a shout out to
0: Chicago. Big thanks to Robbie Golds, clutch kicking, gets sh- them out, gets them out of the bottom three. Only, for a week.
1: Only just. Oh God, how how Oakland is that to get, to lose that game? No, oh. they are the most frustrating team, even if you don't support them.
0: Yeah, and the Bears have already gone on four, which would been the first time since two thousand that that had happened.
1: Yeah, so, huge anyway, win for them.
0: Yeah, we know they're terrorists. They're dead, dead, That scheme is just, they are not into it yet. And John Fox is a terrible coach.
1: <laughs> Didn't I call him a rude name last week? You did. You really had to it. We all know how I feel about John Fox.
0: Uh, it'll be interesting in the next couple of weeks because some of those um, top teams have got some good matchups. So we are really interested to see how it changes over the next few weeks. For more SEN America podcasts, head to sen.com.au.